Welcome to this special episode of Super Familiar with the Wilsons. I'm Josh. I'm Amanda. And we are going to engage in what I love to call navel-gazing. Do you know what this <laughs> means? It means we're going to be reflective now? We're going to be like obsessively, annoyingly self-absorbed. Got it. So we did this last episode with Dan Belson. I, I hope that you listened to it. Dan Belson is one half of the Be There with Belson podcast, and I found him to be delightful. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I don't know at all what Gavin is talking about. I think that Dan is delightful. So I did want to, though, um, talk a little bit, like uh, maybe 10 minutes or so, about the episode itself. Because as I listened to it back, I just, I thought that Dan was delightful. I thought that you were delightful. And I wanted to delete myself from the podcast. (laughs) That would have been a really... That would have been harder to understand than the quiz. Well, see, that's one of my points. And I'll get to that. So... (laughs) I kind of want to do this little uh, half confessional, half breakdown, half how not to podcast. Yes, I know that's three halves. I don't give a crap. <laughs> There's certain things that I want to point out, certain things I didn't say that I wanted to say. And just again, those of you um, out there who hope to start a podcast, which basically apparently is everyone, let this be a cautionary tale. First of all, we opened with a clip about him talking about getting a drumstick. Which and was a really funny story. It was a funny story, but I had lots of questions. He said that he hid the drumstick on the way home in case someone wanted it. And my question is, is there a shortage of old beat-up drumsticks in Slough that that would be something that you would be concerned about? Well, I don't know this band, but apparently this is an important band, and so maybe it's it's the memorabilia aspect of it. Unless it was the Beatles. <laughs> I can't see it mattering that. So that was a question that I didn't ask. This episode, we kind of went a little more blue than we usually go. I did not. You did. I mean, I think that it reflects your normal, typical, everyday personality. And if that makes you feel good and freer, then that's fine. I, you know, I think that one of the things that's nice about us is that people can listen to it in the car, which apparently we do with our four-year-old. Although he yelled at me the other day when I put it on and said he did not want to listen to it anymore. So maybe now's the time to go blue because our four-year-old has said no more. Well, I will tell you that apparently people are finding us listenable because we have about three times as many listeners in the last couple weeks or so than we've had thus far. Do you attribute that to Belson number one, the really wonderful episode that we did with the ancient millennial, Belson number two, or the fact that you are now a little bit more free with your vocabulary. Well, the free with the vocab was basically this last episode. It wasn't that. We had a spike in listens, actually, to the ep- the episode that was entitled uh, Worms in My Blueberries. I mean, because people want to know, and then they listen, and then they were probably upset that they knew about the worms and the blueberries, which, by the way, folks, not blueberries, blackberries. No, there are worms and blueberries as well. And raspberries. It's all very sad. I don't know. But whatever it is, people are enjoying it. And we're grateful. No, we absolutely are. I, I don't know why. <laughs> you don't know why you're grateful? You I don't, don't know, know why they're listening. I don't know why you listen. But anyway, then I opened with a bit, getting back to this episode, where I was pretending that I was confusing Dan Belson with Don Nelson. I was really confused, but I felt like the guest really rolled with it in a really nice way. So good on you, Dan. Yeah, no, he was having compassion and pity on me, or he truly was confused. And I actually was... And never- thought he was... Dan Nelson, Todd Nelson, Don Don, Nelson. Don Nelson, but I will tell you that I was going to go, I cut that bit way short because then I was going to confuse him with Brian Wilson, with Harry Nilsson, with Willie Nelson, with Carlos Carlos Beltran. (laughs) 
is. Carlos Beltran was a, or is, no, he was a baseball player. He's still with us, but I don't think he pl- plays baseball anymore. But anyway. See, for half a second, I was like, damn, Dan did some stuff I didn't know about. And then I looked over at your notes and saw what was happening. So you really, for half a second, thought that this British gentleman played in the NBA for 15 years. No, I said half a second was just like the, whatever the opening bit was about playing basketball. Well, like, the opening bit this. was, we have a guest. That's yeah, no, the part I knew that, that was believe. a thing that was going to happen. So anyway, um, I have lots of questions. So on his podcast, he talks about how his barber confused him with... Omar Sharif. Now, do you know who Omar Sharif? Vaguely, but could not pull up a picture of Omar Sharif in my head. He's a really big actor um, back in the day, 50s, 60s, 70s, around there. I don't know. I'm not looking it up. Also, that's the other thing. Do your research. Another thing that I don't do. But anyway, he's a bearded, swarthy actor. And he was. Of the British variety? You're looking it up. I am. This man does not look like Dan Belson. Well, this is not what Dan Belson. He was Egyptian. Okay, well, there you go. By the way, you're right. He doesn't look anything like him. And if my barber is confusing me with that gentleman, (laughs) I'm not letting him cut my hair. Well, also, I mean, this gentleman died in 2015. So the barber has lost track of time. No, I don't think the barber thought that he was Omar Sharif. He said he looked like him. When you people say confused with, then... He also mentioned that his barber was interested in going um, into business with him in some sort of impersonation racket there. Where he only impersonates Omar Sharif? Well, I do want to know if there's a market for that in Britain that I'm not aware of. I mean, he was in British, American, French, and Italian production, so there's plenty of countries in which he can go. Right, but they're in the UK. The barber's in the UK, and so my question is, is, are there parents around? Like, this is the scene... Um, at the birthday party, the kid's like, Mom, did you get me a, a a clown? Mom is like, no, but I got you star of stage and screen Omar Sharif. <laughs> and he's like, well, does he juggle or, or does he make uh, balloon animals? Well, no, but, but he's going to do the entire reenactment of the three hours of Lawrence of Arabia. But Mom, he's just sitting there. <laughs> well, he's not in this scene, is he? <laughs> I think he's going to work the senior living circuit is what I think is going to have to happen. Dan Belson, if you are listening, you've got a shot with the seniors. Your barber's on to something, man. However you want to take that. But what would the barber's job be? Because Dan would be the talent. Well, he's clearly the manager. The manager. He's he's there to comfort the disappointed children at the birthday parties. (laughs) So anyway, and then I went on and I started to really uh, complain about fantasy football. I made a big deal about... That and then after week number one, it turns out that I had the most points of anyone else in the league. <laughs> so, do you think this is like the universe trying to make it better for you, or what? No, this is called me being made to look dumb by the universe, if you believe that sort of thing. And then I gave this impossibly hard quiz. Like, this quiz was so hard that if you'd have done that to me, I would have been genuinely pissed. I wasn't mad at you, but it was really hard. Uh, but from what I under, it was very difficult. But from what I understand is that Dan does this to Gavin, so there was a little bit of a, a karmic turn. Listen, I've heard the the quizzes that he gives to Gavin, and they're not as stupid as the one. Okay, I'm going to give you these. All right, these are the ones I didn't ask because I deemed them. Well, we kind of ran out of time. I deemed them to be too difficult. It's the, a, even more difficult than what you gave me. It's a movie, right? It's a movie. Where to get great cattle? Uh, 
D- D- City Slickers. <laughs> no. <laughs> First clue. This movie clearly starred a Crimson Lion. A Crimson Lion? Is it somebody who played for Alabama and Auburn? Second clue. You better... Oh, those are the Tigers. Oh, don't, don't air this in the South. <laughs> Second clue. You better jump to get this answer. Wesley Snipes? No, the the movie Where to Get Great Cattle, the Google Translate, that was from Fantastic Beasts. That was from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, okay. And then I was going to talk about how Johnny Depp was a bad boy because this quiz was about people who've been canceled. And then... What's a Crimson Lion? uh, Eddie Redmayne was one of the stars. See, Crimson Lion, Eddie Redmayne. And then the other one, Jump, You Better Jump. Johnny Depp, 21 Jump Street. Easy. (laughs) All right. And then the last one. This is a uh, play. A play. Okay. Macbeth. Up Tall. Um, uh, Is it a straight play or a Broadway show? It is a musical. Stand Up Tall? Stand Tall? Up Tall. Up Tall. First clue. It's a bite out of the Big Apple. Wicked. Why do I have a bite out of the Big Apple? And I said wicked. Because I was thinking the Garden of Eden and how that was wicked. And then you bit the apple. I really went a place. Um, um, I don't know. Keep going. The second uh, clue is about the, the man. He was a founding father. Hamilton? Is stand up tall? No. Up Tall was the play. First clue. In the Heights. In the Heights. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Up Tall is good. All right, there we go. A bite out of the Big Apple. Yeah, because Washington Heights is a part of the Big Apple, part of New York City. Oh, you a bite by like a segment of. Yeah, of, okay. duh, of course. Mm-hmm. So easy. Anyway, the, the quiz I gave was way here. If you're going to have a guest on, do not give them a quiz that, is, that you would be pissed receiving yourself. No, and the thing is, like, I live with you and I have to continue to like you. He doesn't have to talk to us anymore. Well, that's true. That's true. So anyway, again, as you listen to the, this uh, this episode that we're talking about, just keep in mind also that we were recording under duress. We had this whole plan where we were going to, Amanda was going to use her computer with a microphone and her camera to do the Skype call. And I was going to use my computer so that I would have a camera for my Skype call. But the problem is, is that there's a delay in the audio when it goes through the Skype system. Mm-hmm. So you were sitting across from me, and I was hearing you talk, and then half a second later, I was hearing you in my earbuds, which was a problem because I needed my earbuds to hear Dan. Yeah. So we probably wasted a good 10 minutes on the front end trying to figure out how to do that. And at the end of the day, that we ended up just sharing a microphone, swinging it back and forth, which I'm quite certain you can you can tell in the audio. Well, because you can hear me off mic saying things, which you told me not to do, but that's kind of impossible. That was before we even started and I was all stressed out. And I had all these pages of notes here because I was so looking forward to the whole thing. And yeah, just prepare better. Don't try to be funnier than you are. And don't make a quiz so difficult that people feel like they're sitting for an exam they didn't study for. 
All right. So I'm, I'm going to rebuttal. I'm going to agree with you on the quiz because it was really hard. But I, I think you're being really hard on yourself and actually kind of trying to convince people not to listen to us. So oh, I no, think no, you no, need no, to no. rein that back in. No, no, no. I think that listening to my discomfiture is actually amusing and funny and entertaining. So I'm just telling you all what to look for. Oh, okay. People love to to look at a, at a I was going to say a train wreck. I don't know, probably <laughs> a car wreck is what I meant to say. So basically, this is the director's cut of that podcast, but you're not running it along uh, while whilst we're listening to it. This is just, like I said, a cautionary tale. If you're going to podcast, please, y'all, do better than we do. Uh, we? <laughs> All right, that's it for <laughs> that's it for uh, today's entirely self-absorbed episode. Hope that you enjoyed it. Amanda's shaking her head. All righty, so until uh, next week, I'm Josh. I'm Amanda. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.